Good day, mams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. Suit up and put on your listening ears, because Tommy fucking Washington and I are dishing in here. I watch horror movies while he keeps his distance in fear, and he can't gambles big enough for me to think he's got an additional pair. Today is one you're most certainly going to want to buckle up for. And if you have problems with our show, knuckle up, whores. Tommy Double Down Washington, what's been up, man? How are you? I'm good, Pat. Tom, what are the odds that I put two gambling references in here, knowing what's coming on our show now? I didn't even know. Yeah, you didn't even know what was about to hit us. So I think I've said this before on the podcast. I'm a compulsive gambler. It's very bad. You have mentioned it. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty bad. So I don't gamble at all because I'm a fucking addict, and it's not good. Did I tell you about my new uh, podcast or segment idea that I want to do with Griff? Did you say segment? Segment. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I want to call it Number Nine Bets. Okay. And do a whole segment with Griff every week about what bets we're placing. That sounds riveting. Could you do it as like a bonus? Could you just do like a five minute YouTube video and just dump it on the Facebook and also make it an additional show on like a fucking like YouTube in between episodes? Like this is episode 117. Could you make that episode one? of like uh number nine bets and then episode 118 and then episode two of number nine bets yeah and do like a separate show entirely yes i think that would be really cool the problem is is getting the time to do this like we would have to pick a day and luckily we're coming near the end of the football season for my son so it frees up a little bit more time for me not a whole lot more time but a little bit of time for me uh so we'll see how that goes. But anyway, what I want to talk about, Pat, is my uh, gambling addiction. So um, first off, anybody that is uh, that is down to bet, I highly suggest you use the app called FanDuel. Uh, it's I've used both of them so far, DraftKings and FanDuel. FanDuel seems to have the best like uh, the best bang for your buck, if you will. Like they put now, before in... we take what you're saying seriously, which one is Pat McAfee behind? FanDuel. Okay, um, go ahead. I'm just, yeah. I mean, one, they sponsor one of the greatest people on the planet. But two, they really have the best bang for your buck, I think. Like, they're doing a, uh, it's called Spread the Love Patriots. Um, So the line on the Patriots game was the Patriots were, uh, I think, plus, plus five and a half. Like, that's the normal spread right now. Um, yeah. What they're doing for every 250 people that bet on this game they moved the spread one point. Okay. So for how many people for every 250 people that place a bet on this specific spread the love thing. So when I started doing it, when I bought into it today, it was at 10 and a half points plus for the Patriots right now, it's up to 16 and a half. So that means, you know, by Sunday, if it gets up to 46 and a half points, the Patriots started off at 46 and a half to nothing. Like, it's almost a guaranteed win. Another one that they did on Monday night was the total score of the game had to be plus one. So, as soon as somebody scored a point, you won your money. And they put max maxes on these bets, obviously. It's like, this one's a $50 max. Uh, and the uh, payout's minus 110. So, you 
for 50 bucks, you win like 45. Um, but it's free money at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. Um, Erica, cause I, at that point I wasn't able to use the FanDuel one. Um, so Erica did the one on Monday night. She won 25 bucks cause I was the max on that one. Uh, so I just want to go over some of my bets that I got, Pat, that I got today. Today I got access. Uh, I deposited $10 to start. Somebody signed up with my code, so I got an extra $50 to play with. So this is where we're at right now. I got two same-game parlays on the Thursday night game tomorrow. Now, I don't know if you know this. They're playing the Cardinals, Pat. And the Packers are getting six and a half points. Yeah, this is going to be one of the best games of the year, too. Yes, so they're getting six and a half points. The over-under is 50 and a half. So where do you think that's going to... With uh, two lights-out offenses, uh, they're going to be over. That's what I thought as well. But what you may not know is that uh, Devontae Adams and Lizard there are both out on the COVID. So two okay. of the best receivers for Green Bay are out. But that opens up Randall Cobb. Right? So this is my four this is my same game parlay four bet. Green Bay against six and a half. They over. Randall Cobb to score a touchdown at any time. And Chase Edmonds, which is the running back for Arizona, to score a touchdown at any point. That ten dollar wager right there, Pat. If I hit all those, we'll pay out $214.80. Nice. Now, you're betting that Green Bay wins by six and a half? No. I'm betting that they win with the spread. So if they win outright, I win. Or if they lose by six points, I win. Okay. You get what I mean? So then I was talking to Griffin. He's a big Green Bay fan. He's worried about the over. So I bet this. With I just bet this now, right before we started the show. Green Bay, six and a half with the over. I bet the under, which is 49 and a half. And I bet the Chase Edmonds rental cop touchdown anytime. Now that payout, Pat, for a ten for a twenty dollar wager, one thousand thirty dollars and thirty seven cents. Nice. Let's go, right? But so with this, I got a bunch of free money today, right? So I'm like, let's Let's do some crazy bets. It's free, right? It's free money. Sure. So I did an 11-leg parlay, which is plus 77,363. Do you know what the plus and minus is? Yes. Okay, so if you bet 100 bucks, you win. Like, if I were to bet $100 on this, I would have won 77 grand if I hit it. Right. So I did 10 bucks, okay? So you'd win 7,700 bucks. Yes. These, this is my 11 gate parlay. Packers plus six and a half. Philly minus three and a half. They're playing the Lions. So I think that's a guaranteed lock. The Titans plus one and a half. They're playing the Colts. I think that's a good pick. Uh, I took the money line for the Rams. You know what the money line is, right? It's just a straight up winner. Yeah. Uh, I took the Cincinnati Bengals minus 11 and a half, but they're playing the Jets. So I, again, I think that's a safe bet. The Browns are playing the Steelers. I took them at minus three and a half. I took the over in the Carolina Panthers and Falcons game, which is 46. Okay. The Bills are playing the Dolphins. 
minus 13 and a half. That one I'm a little worried about. Yeah, those last two. Yeah, the over and the Buffalo Bills. A little worried about it. We got Seattle at Jaguars. Seattle minus three and a half. Or it's the Jaguars at Seattle. So the Jaguars are playing, or the Seattle's playing at home and they're minus three and a half. The Cowboys at Vikings Sunday night, minus one and a half. And then this one, I feel like it might fuck me. The Chiefs, the Giants at the Chiefs, minus 10. I'm a little nervous. I do think, I think the Chiefs are, you know, one instant away from becoming the Chiefs of the old. I don't know what they're missing, but they'll figure it out. Well, I'm hoping they figure it out against the Giants and win by 40. <laughs> uh, but hey, if, I mean, I think some of these are risky bets. I do. But if they hit for 10 bucks, I'm, uh, I'm going to be pretty happy on Monday morning. Actually, yeah. it'd be Tuesday morning because uh, I have the Monday night game in there. Uh, I told you guys about that one. And then check out this, right? So the they also have bets in here. Like you could pick who you think is going to score the lowest amount of points on Sunday. Um. So the Jets are plus five hundred. So a twenty dollar bet wins you a hundred bucks. So I took that one, and then I also took the Texans because they're plus one thousand. Both those teams are trash. I could, and the Texans are playing the Rams. I could easily see them getting shut out after yeah. their struggle with the Lions last week. Yeah, the Texans are actually illegally recruiting middle school students at this point. Yeah. So, again, I got a lot of bets in here. Some of them, you know, if I hit some of these, man, I'm going to be a happy camper. I probably won't hit any of them. So far, I'm 0 for 4 on all my sports betting. Uh, I can tell you this. I'm definitely going to win this Patriots one. I didn't see what. Oh, I'm going to win like 50 bucks on that one. I, I, well, it's like 45 because I maxed out the bet. So, pretty excited, pretty addictive. But for all you out there that are just like me, if you guys want free money, Hit me up. I'll send you my code. If you're not already signed up for FanDuel, I'll send you my code. We each get $50 to the sports betting app, and we get $50 towards the casino. There's no limit on how many times you could do it. So you share. We do it together, and then you share it with your friends. I share it with more of my friends, and we just keep getting free money to make free bets. I love that. And all you have to do is make a $10 deposit and make a bet. And it doesn't matter whether it's in the casino or it's in the sports betting bet. As soon as you make that $10 bet, within three days, you get your 50 bucks or your 100 um, bucks. I like that you were so excited to talk about this, that we have complete, like, we didn't get into mail time. We didn't get into fucking memes. We went right into Tom's addiction, which is a proof of the addiction right there. Pat, I've been looking at this shit all day, bro. I literally, I did, I told you about this one, right? I did a 20 leg parlay. Like I was fucking around the app the other day. It was a 20 leg parlay that for, I think it was $25. If all of them would have hit, I would have won $3 million. Yeah. You were pretty excited about that one. It doesn't matter. Sam Fran lost. They fucked you. I didn't have Sam. I I would never, ever, ever, ever bet on Sam Fran. <laughs> Ever like it's my team. Like, why would I do that? No, who fucked me was Kansas City losing to the Bengals. Yeah, uh, they fuck a lot of people pretty frequently. I took them on the money line too, man. I was so fu- I was telling your uh, your brother that today because he was like, "How about them Bengals?" When he texted me, <coughs> and I was like, "Yeah, Kansas City fucking good." 
Um, there is a cough button on your microphone for when you plan on dying live on the air. Oh, oh my God. For those of you who cannot see Tom on camera, he is gagging on his own shit. And I, I thought he was going to throw up. I almost threw up as a result. And he's just drinking out of a red solo cup. I told you, man, I'm pretty fucking tired. I wanted to do this like an hour ago, and you, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I really uh, wanted to second. I went and got some Caesar dressing from Jimmy's after work, and then I ate dinner with Miss Elizabeth. Was that to go with your apple that you eat every day? Oh, God, I love those fucking apples, man. Yeah, I bet you do. I've I've increased it. I have an apple for breakfast, but now at lunch I have... Uh, Caesar salad normally, uh, and then I have an apple at some time late in the day. I hate Caesar salads. I hate Caesar dressing. It's fucking gross. Oh my god, it's my favorite thing in the world. I love. I, I'll fucking. Oh god, I'll eat spoonfuls of Caesar dressing. You're fucking disgusting. It's good shit, man. All right, so you want to do mail time? It's not really Let's mail time. It. It's just two quick memes. It is just quick memes that were sent in. Yep. Yeah, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, Pat, so we got some mail from uh, number three, and then somebody else gave us a little, a little something something. Thank God. Oh, boy, this thing's all over the place. All right. Pat, what does this picture look like to you? I can tell you every time I see it, I get the wrong impression. Me too. It looks like somebody's sucking on a dildo. Right? It's fucking fascinating. Uh, but it's from the US, uh, USA Today show. It's actually just the Today show. It's not the USA Today show. But it's on right. Twitter, and it says, it's in quotes, Marijuana Mom says, Smoking pot makes them... Better parents. And then this lady underneath said, uh, probably makes black men better dads too, but we wouldn't know because they're in jail for instead of, oh, and for it instead of on the Today Show. Phew. It's rough. Uh, Yeah, so on the Today Show, they have white moms talking about how pot benefits them. And this woman's very poignant point. Tom, I pulled up some statistics just because I thought this was really funny, but I was like, it's only funny because it's true. You ready for this? Uh, People of color make up 94% of marijuana arrests by the NYPD. Uh, That's in 2020. In 2020, people of color made up 94% of marijuana arrests. Uh, in Wisconsin, black Wisconsinites are 4.3 times more likely to be convicted for possession of marijuana, uh, also from 2020. And there's a, the American Civil Liberties Union did a thing called The Tale of Two Countries. It's about racially targeted arrests in the era of marijuana reform from 2020. And in that, they said that in 31 states, 
racial disparities were actually larger in 2018 than in 2010. In every single state, all 50, black people were up to almost 10 times more likely to be arrested for marijuana. So it is a funny joke, but it's a funny joke because there's a lot of truth behind that joke. Very Chappelle-esque. Yeah, I mean, like, I have a hard time. Like, I'm not saying that this isn't true, not by any means, but like, it all depends on who's pulling the numbers, right? Like, who, like, I don't know. You get what I'm well, saying? Well, I mean, I, some of it certainly depends on that. Some of it also depends on who's getting arrested for possessing marijuana. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. that that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not saying that there isn't truth behind this. Right. But, you know, whoever's doing the polling can twist those things however they want. I mean, clearly the Republicans won the 2020 election, but nobody gave a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> this the one next won. meme... <laughs> is uh, Bugs Bunny at a saloon. He's got his little cowboy hat on and his, his pink bull riding shirt. And it's the director yells cut. And then Bugs Bunny is actually representing Alec Baldwin leaning on a, uh, what's that, mantle? Fireplace mantle? No, yeah. oh, no, it's a bar. Yeah. And then uh, then drawing his gun and shooting after the, after the call of <laughs> cut, which is fucking hysterical. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Way to incorporate two things from my childhood, both Alec Baldwin and Bugs Bunny. Um, somebody showed that to me today at work, and I said, hey, email that to me and get out of my office. Thank you. It's really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So uh, we appreciate the mail from you, number niners, and, uh, you know, maybe someone could write us a letter. That'd be nice. Yeah. Dip. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me, and I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. Okay, now it's time for everybody's favorite time, meme time. Meme time. In the meme time. I don't know what uh, the fuck is going on with your goddamn mic. Why? What's wrong, buddy? You know what, man? I've been blaming this on everybody else, dude. I really think it might be my headset. What, when you chopping it out on me? It's not me chopping it out. What I hear is, like, static in the background. Uh. And I'm pretty sure... It I was talking mad shit to Mason yesterday, and it might have been my headset. But anyway. Oh, it's this fucking thing. So, Tom, since you put up a blank photo, I will go ahead and read what the real photo says. It says, did you know, in Japan, cleaning one's own classroom and school is a part of their school education. Students clean and maintain their classrooms, serve lunch to their classmates, and even clean the toilets. While this practice might be considered child abuse in Japan, it is recognized as a holistic practice that allows the child to grow up as a more reasonable citizen. Tom, I got to tell you, I love it. There are, there are two things here. One, I fucking love that the Japanese kids do this. I love that it's enforced. I love that they learn basic skills about cleaning Two, motherfuck the person who said while this may be considered child abuse. Yeah, right. Fuck you, you soft pussy. <laughs> God, you are a velvety pink pussy. What the, how the fuck is that child abuse? You want to talk about child abuse, Pat? So, we went over the uh, the whole concussion thing with Colin? Yes. And, uh, so Monday, lo and behold, he woke up and said, I have a headache. And Erica was going to send him to school, and I said, no, no. 
I'm not getting called in the middle of the day because this kid went to nurse and said, I have a headache, I need to go home, whatever. So I said, just let him stay home. I but, I, but I texted him and I said, you're not to watch TV, you're not to be on your phone, you're not to be on your computer. And he's like, well, what am I going to do? I said, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Clean the house. Stay active. Don't lay around all day. Do something productive. And I shit you not, dude, I came back, I came home early on Monday to try and catch him doing something fucked up. And sure shit, PPY right there in the other cheek, dude, the whole house was spotless. He actually, like, I was actually mildly impressed with his cleaning job that day. You're like, how are you doing? He's like, fucking concussions are gay. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Let's see. I seen this the other day, pal. I'll let you read it, but it's it's actually a pretty good uh, life hack, if you will. Yeah, I I'm I'm throwing it out there, man. I'm sure everybody has seen it, but if you have been hiding under a rock or if you don't have the fu- the face box, man, I saw this shit and was like, this is the most brilliant shit, and everybody should do this from now on, moving forward. If you're not doing this, you are inconsiderate to the people around you, and you're kind of a dumbass. So the post says. Just saw this and think it is genius. If you're ever lost while hiking, get stranded with a broken down car, etc. And you notice your cell phone is either low on juice or has no signal. Here's a tip that may very well save your life. Change the voicemail on your phone to a message that gives your approximate location, the time, the date, your situation, such as lost, out of gas, car broken down, injured, etc. And any special instructions, such as you are staying with the car or you're walking toward a town, etc. The best part of this is that even if your cell phone dies or stops working, voicemail still works. So anyone calling your phone looking for you will hear the message and know where to find you or where to send help. It's fucking brilliant. It's so simple. I bet you that girl that got buried in the woods there wish she did that on her phone. You talking about Gabby? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, this, this fight is escalating pretty quickly. He's choking me. Please don't call me back. Just send emergency services. Did you hear that they got the skull and the skull doesn't match? The skull to who? The kid in the woods. Brian Laundry? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's an inside job, bro. He's out, bro. It's not even him. They pulled some fucking the whole 10 yards bullshit, filed down his teeth to match his dental records, and was out. Yeah, hold on. So his dental records match, but his skull doesn't? Aren't they kind of attached? Yeah, but they could have, like, filed his teeth to match what his dental records would. And I don't know, man. It might not be him. That's fucking great. The mystery continues. It might, like, I don't know, man. They're saying it was submerged underwater for five weeks, and that's why it doesn't match. So who really knows, right? The only one who really knows is him. Um, Okay, so by that logic, though, what's your skull made up of? Bone, right? Yeah, it shouldn't deteriorate with water. Well, no, no, no. It's okay. If it does, if it deteriorates or if it swells up or whatever, why do the dental records match then? Because if that bone does, shouldn't those bones? Well, his teeth were still there. That's what I'm saying. But you're saying his dental prints match. Well, if they match, then his skull should match. If his skull doesn't match, then his teeth shouldn't match. They're like, oh, it's fine that some of his bones match and some don't. It's the water. That doesn't make any fucking sense. If the water's damaging bones, why isn't damaging all the bones? I'm with you. 
<clears throat> I think this guy got out, bro. Good for him. Like his teeth all match. But there's a bunch of what looks like alligator teeth inside of his skull. That can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy shit. Now we're moving on to three finger news. News that's sure to shock you. All right, Pat. Three finger news. What do we got? Uh, the first story. Uh, I thought you were going to go on the whole thing that you were talking about that we got enough stories for 10 podcasts. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we, I don't know if you caught, but we have enough stories for 10 fucking podcasts because I just kept putting them in. And whatever we don't get to, we'll clip and we'll put onto the next podcast. None so, of them are time sensitive except for the one that's the internet link, which is second. So we'll get there. I saw that you... Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I saw that you put this in there. And I actually watched... We'll talk about it when we get there. Okay, so the first story, Michigan parents suing attorney general over DOJ school board memo. Tom, students arrive at an elementary school during the first day of school in November in Michigan. Oakland County has issued a mandate requiring all K-12 students and teachers wear masks inside schools, blah, blah, blah. None of that is relevant. A group of parents in the state of Michigan are suing attorney general... Merrick Garland over the release of a memo that could ultimately direct the FBI to investigate parents, groups, and individuals attending school board meetings. If this isn't the most over fucking done, like just throw everything you can at this fucked up weird education that we're trying to shove down people's throats, we're bringing in the FBI. So this is uh this is what's going on. Recently announced policy to use federal law enforcement resources to silence parents and other private citizens who publicly object to and oppose the divisive, harmful, immoral, and racist policies of the progressive left that are being implemented by school boards and school officials in public school districts throughout the United States, including in the public schools uh, in Saline, Michigan, and in Loudoun County, Virginia. Uh, The... Plaintiffs say that it's the fundamental right of parents and legal guardians to determine and direct the care, teaching, and education of their children. Quote, as parents and concerned citizens, plaintiffs have a right to publicly object to the divisive, false, harmful, and immoral curricula and policies being advanced by SAS, that's the Saline Area Schools, and LCPS, Loudoun County Public Schools, this right to Publicly criticize SAS and LCPS includes the right to do so. Ah, man. I'm going to say Verosifirly. Velociraptorly. No. (laughs) Vociferously. Okay. And even stridently. Um, That word, not that I'm going to nail it because I didn't look it up. But it means emotionally. So if somebody's in a school board meeting and is like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, that's kind of their right. Like, you you shut it down. Like, hey, take it down a peg. Let's continue having this conversation. But it's like, you don't get to go, no, get the fuck out of here because you can't control yourself. Nope. That This is a heartfelt, emotional conversation that we're having. So there's an expectation of elevated um, emotion. I think that's what that word means. Uh, Virginia, Virginia gubernatorial candidate, Terry McAuliffe, which Tom, that name comes up in this podcast quite a bit, uh, and other progressives, uh, are being quoted. It quotes McAuliffe's response to the question from a recent Virginia gubernatorial debate in which McAuliffe said, 
I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach, which is fucking crazy. And we'll get into why that's crazy. Griff, it's coming for you, buddy. It's fucking coming. Parents and private citizens who fund our public schools through their hard-earned tax dollars, including plaintiffs, are rightly outraged, outraged by the notion that parents must surrender their children under compulsion of law to school officials who are bent on indoctrinating these young adults with false, divisive, harmful, immoral, and racist dogma and ideology. Just because parents and legal guardians are forced to send their kids to public school, this does not mean that they surrender their rights as parents to the direct education of their children, particularly as it relates to religious, moral, and political issues. Hey, Griff. This is why you fucking pay for public schools right here, because you should have a say in what these fucking kids are learning. Yeah. I don't have children in the public school system, but I want the fucking children to learn. I don't want them to go there and sit in this classroom and be, have their heads filled with the wrong things. Their religious beliefs are not something I want to pay a teacher to teach them. Sure as shit, not a teacher who either A, isn't religious, or B, is religious and follows a specific religion. How slanted of a fucking opinion is that going to be? Yeah. But for me to say that is wrong and they should have the FBI investigate me? No, I'm sorry. I'm Muslim and the fucking the teacher that's going to be teaching religion is Catholic. I have a fucking problem with that. I'll handle religion at home. I'll handle morals at home. You handle the fucking education. I'm with these parents. I'm with them too, man. Uh, a lot of them. So I've been hearing a lot about this on the news, and uh, it's pretty much all all they've been talking about because of the uh, governor race down in Virginia and what that fucking clown said. But um, when this first came out, they were saying that they were investigating them because they were uh, domestic terrorists. That's what they were labeling them as domestic terrorists because they wanted. Because they deserve to have a say in what their children are learning. Yeah, imagine a world where I want you to teach my fucking kid how to feel about gay people or black people. You know what? That's not what I want. I want my kid to love their fucking neighbor. There's not a limitation on that. We don't go on in that expression to say, I want you to love your neighbor, especially the gays, or except for the blacks. That's not how we word that. Love your fucking neighbor. Love everybody. That's not something you can teach in a school. You could, but you're not going to. You're going to teach them that they should feel bad for this person, or they should treat this person differently. No. My kid needs to treat everybody the exact same fucking way. If my kid's an asshole, be an asshole across the board. If my kid's a sweetheart, be sweet to fucking everybody. Yeah. yeah I don't that. understand why we, we're involving schools in this at all. I'm Teach my you, kid how to balance a fucking checkbook. Teach my kid how to invest in the stock market. Teach my kid the right time to buy a house. Teach my kid how to change a fucking outlet. Teach my kid what they need to know. I'll teach them how to become a good person. Yeah. yeah. The truth is, a good teacher could teach these kids what they need to know to survive on their own. Even a bad person can teach a kid how to be a good person. A racist parent can have very, very accepting children. An alcoholic parent can have children that never want to touch a drop of alcohol. But a fucking moron parent who doesn't know about electricity, take, for example, me, (laughs) cannot teach a kid how to rewire something. 
I can't teach my kid how to hook a generator up to the house when the power goes out. So if you guys want to teach them that, that's a really fucking good idea because they're going to school in New England. Luckily for you, Pat, I taught you how to change an outlet. Yeah, luckily for me, I am willing to suck a lot of dick to get what I need <laughs> in life. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's no joke, dude. It's Erica sent in a song. I don't know if you listened to it, but it was uh, I deleted it out of the email because it was been sitting in there forever. But was I it the little like seventeen year old white kid? No, it was an older guy. Um, he's famous. It's uh, Aaron something. And uh, oh yeah, Aaron Tippin. Nope. Is that who it was? I don't think so. I'll be. I know the song it. you're talking about. Am I the only one? Yes. And a great, great song. Great song, man. It was fucking phenomenal. You don't even have to agree with every word in the song to go, wow, this motherfucker had something to say and he fucking said it. He put it down. Yeah. It sounds good. He yep. made his point. Good for him. It was a good song, man. And that's pretty much like, if you listen to the song, I mean, he has like, it's like listening to a Tommy Don song. You don't have to agree with everything he says, but he brings up a lot of good points of where yeah. we're at and where we used to be or where we should be. He's a conversation starter and he's a thought provoker. And we need some more thought in America. Oh, yeah. So moving on to our next one. This one feeds right into it. Now, you still haven't watched the Chappelle stand-up? No, and I need to because I'm pretty sure that shit's going to get canceled. No, there's no way. If Netflix hasn't canceled it yet, they're not going to. Um, well, in the, in the article we're about to read, he actually specifically singles out Netflix, thanks the guy who runs Netflix, yeah, and says, enough. like, Netflix is the only fucking team that hasn't canceled my ass yet. But there's a hero in this article, Tom. Have you read this article? Yes. So I actually, before this article came out yesterday, uh, I read he had another thing uh, up on a Daily Wire. It was Dave Chappelle. He did like a a stand-up somewhere and pretty much said, am I fucking canceled or am I not? And he went on this big thing about his stand-up. And if you really, pretty much what I've been saying from the get, right? since I watched it is if you really watched it and observed what he says and didn't just take out the shit that he says about trans people or whatever, he's not being hateful towards anybody. He's Did pulled- you see there was a news article this morning that a Chappelle supporter, this is a fucking headline news story. A Chappelle supporter interrupted a fucking Netflix employee walkout over all this shit. Yeah. Netflix employees are walking out of work because they don't support a fucking comedy show. Yeah, it's wild, dude. These people are so fucking triggered, dude. I love it. I love I I love it because it's fucking stupidity, but I I hate it at the same time like what the fuck are we doing, bro? You're upset because this guy's thoughts and he wasn't even being like, that's the thing that's good. He wasn't saying fuck trans people or trans people are gross or whatever. He basically like made jokes about trans people, but they weren't even like, I don't find them offensive at all. Well, hold um, on. Let's go back though. How old Chappelle? 50. He's in his 50 okay. or close to 50. So for somewhere between 20 and 30 years, Chappelle has made a career, an entire career out of singling out groups of people 
and destroying them. White people, black people, gay people, rich people, poor people. Chappelle groups people. That's his style of comedy. Now, Chappelle, like fucking Jesus in the Bible, took 10 years off. He comes back to write, you know, the rest of the fucking book. And there's a new group. <laughs> you don't think that's public enemy number one for Chappelle? He's going to attack the new guy. That's his fucking style. Yeah. It, but this is a guy who didn't get canceled for going after whites, didn't get canceled for going after Mexicans, didn't get canceled for going after blacks, didn't get canceled for going after gays. Chappelle has never been canceled for doing what Chappelle does. Yeah. In fact, he walked away when they asked him to do more of it. When they asked yeah, him to go because, harder. Because it was, to him at that point, they were like, dance, puppet, dance. You know what I mean? Right. And he's like, but now, nah, like, I'm going to do me, like, what I feel comfortable with. Yeah. Uh, this is absolutely, so this is what Chappelle had to say about it. He said, in summer 2020, when the whole world shut down, I was doing outside shows. My neighbor had a cornfield, and he let me throw some shows there, and people came from all over the country. Some people came from all over the world to see those shows. The best comedians on earth came to my house and broke bread with me, and we lived our lives. We found a way to keep moving forward. I made a whole documentary about it. The first night of those shows is a piece some of you might have seen. It was called 846, and it dealt with the death of the murder, the death, the murder of George Floyd. He continued, this film that I made was in, invited to every film festival in the United States, and some of those invitations I accepted. When this controversy came out about the closer, they began disinviting me from these film festivals. And now today, not a film company, not a movie studio, not a film festival. Nobody will touch this film. Thank God for Ted Sarandos and Netflix. He's the only one who didn't cancel me yet. I desperately want people to see this movie, but I understand why investors would be nervous. Since nobody will touch it, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will make it available for all of you. In 10 American cities going on sale in the next few days, you'll be able to see this movie in its entirety, and you will be able to see what they're trying to obstruct you from seeing. And you can judge for yourself, but you cannot have this conversation and exclude my voice from it. That is only fair. You have to answer this question. Am I canceled or not? It's In response to this, Daily Wire... Editor Ben Shapiro offered another way the famed comedian will be able to dis distribute his documentary. This is why Ben Shapiro is the hero of the story. Through the Daily Wire, as Shapiro noted, after the Daily Wire announced the signing of former ESPN sports analyst uh, Alice, Allison Williams, he said, they cancel, we uncancel. And to Chappelle, he tweeted, happy to take a look over here, Dave. Chappelle will, sh will air this on the Daily News Network, and he'll make a fucking killing for it. Good, man. I, uh... I love it, man. I... I love it. Dude, like, I love... Like you said, man, I love Chappelle because he's real, right? And if, if you really listen to what he's saying, if there's anything I've learned over the last probably two, three years that Every and I think this is something that Chappelle preaches is that we can all have differences of opinion, but the only way to move forward is to talk about them, not argue, and actually listen to what the other people are saying, understand their point of view. I can't relate with Dave Chappelle because I'm not black in America, 
right? I can't well, you're not, yeah, to, you're not black, you're not wealthy, you're not famous. Like, you're yeah. not a lot of things that he is. You're two different people. Yeah, but I can listen to it from his point of view and try and understand where he's coming from. And Well, I and th- you can speak a universal language, and that is humor. Yeah. He, he relays this to you in a way that's humorous, and you go, ha, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's because it's fucking universal. Yeah. Stop trying to stop it. It's uh, it's some wild shit. When I was talking to Old Man Clutch, he said that on that show that he was watching the other day that if you cancel comedians, it it all stops. And like, so him and I had a conversation afterwards about it. And he said, you know, back in back in the uh, the Roman days and stuff like that, you know, your kings and stuff were untouchable, but gestures and comedians were able to talk shit about them and get away with it because it was comedy. Right. You know what I mean? And, but it, it relayed a message. You know what I mean? Good, good or bad. You were able to, to always say those things. So. Tom, I I have a favorite part of this. This is my favorite part of this whole thing. And it's not just Chappelle. It's a lot of people. This is my favorite part. We're talking about this right now. Because of cancel culture. Cancel culture has continuously done this thing where they go, we don't want, we specifically, not you, we don't want to watch this type of show. Or we don't agree with this person's opinion. We want them out of the spotlight. And every time cancel culture is doing it now, all they're doing is putting a magnifying glass on the thing that they don't want to draw attention to. So Chappelle's numbers skyrocket. Shapiro reaches out to Chappelle and says, dude, let's make a fucking killing. You know, these film festivals are like, oh, I'm afraid of what people are going to think. Why? Go make your fucking money because Chappelle is fucking bank. Everybody who's getting canceled right now is fucking bank because they're being fucking magnified. So here's a really easy way for cancel culture to truly cancel people. People, one, love your neighbor, but two, respect your neighbor. If you don't want to watch Chappelle, shut the fuck up. That's it. That's the whole secret. Just shut the fuck up. Don't watch it. Don't talk about it. And boom, Chappelle, people aren't scrambling and fucking jumping at the chance to see this before it gets canceled. Everybody wants to see it. Netflix isn't taking this shit down. This is like six-year-olds having fucking sex dances on stage because Netflix didn't take that down either until everybody had their opportunity to see it because you guys wanted it off. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't remember that? The fucking weird, like, I don't know, like 12-year-olds that were, like, half-naked dancing? I can't remember what the fuck I don't it was. Watch it was the, some... I don't watch the same shows as you, Pat. Uh, no, I, I honestly <laughs> I actually never saw that one. And I actually agree with cancel culture on that one. It probably shouldn't be fucking broadcast. Um, but it was a big deal because I don't know if it was partial nudity or if it was considered pornographic. But basically, it was 12-year-olds wearing next to nothing, doing very sexual dances, and it was on Netflix, and people fucking lost it, because Netflix wouldn't take it down. But in Netflix's defense, everybody kept watching it, because everybody kept talking about it. Yeah. How do you not remember this? Well, I didn't watch it, bro. I don't, I'm, I don't it's, remember it. It's not about watching it. It's the fucking... We covered it. I don't remember that either. Are you talking about the uh, the beauty pageant things, where, like, where they force their kids to do beauty pageants? I don't no, know. No, not like Dance Moms or whatever the fuck that, that is. Netflix canceled 
what show about twelve year old dancers? Children dancers, you should say. Uh, cuties. That was the name of it. Cuties. Let me look. Google this. Oh, here we go. That was back in twenty twenty. That's funny because it's uh, it's rated seventeen, and these girls don't look like they're older than five. Yep, there you go. What the fuck? Yo, sure. The direct, the director received death threats. That's a little probably from the fucking parents. Yeah, but how do you not know? First off, they're in all the pictures I'm seeing. It's not that they're wearing next to nothing. They're wearing like those shirts that are like cut off, like so you can show your belly, like belly shirts. I guess you would call them. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I'm like I'm not I, saying I, think I agree the with the general it, but consensus here was that 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 same outfit for an adult would be very sexy. So that same outfit for an adult who likes children found it very sexy. I, I'm pretty sure they're saying that there were a bunch of you know twenty to seventy year old men jerking off to children. I think that was the argument. Well, you could do that by just googling children pictures. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I'm sure you could. Netflix brought it right to your door for free. I mean, oh Google's my god, dude! Too. Check this out. What? This shit's hilarious. Oh, where'd it go? You know, I can't see your screen, right? I'm gonna show you in a second. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Netflix corrects problematic cuties by putting Joe Biden in every scene. I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that Biden was there. I was looking at the pose of these fucking girls <laughs> who are clearly uh, like making the. What are, oh. are they doing? The like the eat out thing where you spread your fucking fingers like a trekkie and fucking all out that. Uh, I don't know, man. That shit's hilarious. Though, with the but he, they've got fucking Biden sniffing one of the girls. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's hilarious. <laughs> the next story, since Chappelle is now in the rear view, and this might be the last one. We're we're short on time. We're gonna skip the one that you see as the next story, Tom. We're gonna move right down to this one because we talked about it on the last show. Halloween's bone chilling villain, Michael Myers, is homophobic in new film. They will do anything they can to cancel a fucking figment of their imagination. Michael Myers is not a real person. He's a fucking character. Yo, man, he was watched... literally created with a pen and a piece of paper. Yo, real quick, man. There's a documentary on Netflix, I believe it is. The about... movies that made us? Maybe that's what it is. And it's about Halloween. Um, Halloween's they on actually, there. They did Halloween. They did Friday the 13th. They did Nightmare on Elm Street. They're fucking great. The movies that made us, if you haven't watched that on Netflix, give it a shot. Because you can pick. There's three seasons. There's all kinds of genres to pick from. There is something on there that you really like, and you can learn a ton about. <laughs> yeah, this was like such a low-budget film. They spent most of the money on the camera uh, because it was some state-of-the-art camera for Halloween. And it actually, the first couple of years it was out, they would only air it at certain movie theaters the weekend or the month of October um, because the name of it was Halloween, and they couldn't get enough business uh, drummed up to make it like distributed nationwide as a normal awesome. movie. Um, and then it finally took off. And these people, it's gross on like fucking 
70 billion dollars or or million dollars or some fucking crazy number that it's grossed over the or 700 million or something like that never mind the franchise of movies you know have you seen it's slightly off topic have you seen this thing i saw it on facebook i've seen them before but not quite brought right to my doorstep like facebook um where you can pay for a celebrity to make a personal message to somebody you know like i can have fucking uh who's the crazy one gary Busey. I could have Gary Busey say, like, you know, Tom Washington, happy birthday, motherfucker. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'd heard about that because Mason was trying to get Pat McAfee's on that, and he was trying to get Pat McAfee to do something for us for the number nine. They're all different prices. I've seen them from $33 up to $400. (laughs) I actually thought about uh, Mr. Feeney as one of them from Boy Meets World, and I was like, dude, that's fucking amazing. Um, and he's only like 150 bucks. I was like, dude, if I sent that to my brother for his birthday, he'd shit. Um, but I, in this conversation, I was thinking they should have, I mean, fucking like Kane, uh, Kane Hodder still alive. Uh, fuck me. I can't think of the guy that plays Freddy Krueger. He's my favorite horror movie character. Oh, Robert England's still alive. They should start having fucking horror movies. Cut these promos, dude. Be a, you know how fucking happy I'd be you if know what you I'm sent surprised me about? a direct happy birthday from Robert England in a fucking Freddy mask? You know what I'm really surprised about is that you don't go to like these horror festivals that they have. Dude, I think about it. They're really pricey, man. And I do the wrestling thing. So like, so, I kind of have to pick. So Griffin's brother-in-law is super into all this shit. He's met uh, Robert England, uh, the guy from screen there. He played in... Uh, uh, they were both at the last one, Billy Loomis and Stu, yeah. which are Ski Ulrich and Matthew Lillard. Uh, you could actually get a picture with the two of them together. And I found out the day of, and it was like five o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, fuck, because it was an hour away. And I was like, those dudes aren't staying late. You know what I mean? They, uh, but he does um, all that, those shit. I would have gone and paid for if I thought I could make it in time. Yeah, he does all that shit. You guys should probably link up. He's a big. Uh... I like him. I, I've met Chris, brother. He was good shit. No, his brother-in-law. Oh, his brother-in-law, I got you. Um, Mrs. Griff's brother. Yes, Mrs. Griff's brother. Um, super cool kid. I think um, I met him once when we were moving. So, oh no, that's no. Never mind. You might have met him once, but he's like all into all that shit. He goes to all that stuff. But anyway, uh, let's hear the story. Yeah. So at one point in Halloween, <laughs> dude, this is fucking unreal. Okay, before we read the story, Tom, have you watched all of the Halloween movies? No. Have you ever watched one of the Halloween movies? No. Tom, what do you know about Michael Myers? Nothing. Okay. Does Michael Myers kill people? Okay, there you go. So he kills people. Tom, have you ever noticed that he kills a specific type of person through any of the stories that you've heard? No. Okay. So really, everybody's fair game? As far as I know, yes. Okay, perfect. So we know that they're upset about the firemen. Michael Myers killed a bunch of firemen. Michael Myers has also killed doctors. He's killed therapists. He's killed nurses. He's killed strangers. He's killed babysitters. He's killed his own fucking family members. Tom, at one point in Halloween Kills, Mike Myers returns to his childhood home and finds an unsuspecting gay couple living there. The men, who are named Big John and Little John, realize someone is in their home and search for the intruder. But instead of making it out alive... They're murdered by Myers. The scene stirred up discussion on Twitter with people labeling Michael Myers homophobic for killing the couple. Are you fucking kidding me? 
whoever plays Michael Myers, and I don't know the guy's name, should write the fucking Twitters, Twitites, twats, whatever they're called, a fucking thank you and say thank you, cancel culture, for bringing attention to the film that I work so hard on. Um, because you're going to make me so much more money because people are tuning in to see this gay bashing that I'm doing. By the way, I'm just fucking killing everybody. That's what I do. That's my thing. You do know that it's not the same person every time that plays them, right? Uh, I think that they use the same guy for as long as they can. Yeah, like so... Kane Hodder is not the only Jason. Actually, Robert Englund is not the only Freddy. In the new Freddy, there's somebody completely different. Um, they actually. So the guy Jim who Warwick played Davis wasn't the only Leprechaun. The guy who played Jason. Or uh, Michael, yeah. In uh, first one, was like a a guy that was just always around the set, and they didn't have somebody to play him, so they just put the That's mask awesome. on him. They put the mask on him and told him just like stand there, because like you know how he does that creepy shit where he's just standing yeah. there and then he disappears, tilts his head. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they would have him do. The mask too. They actually bought at a like a thrift store. Yeah. And cut the eyes out of it and like painted it to make it look that way. Yeah, I did. Uh, it's based on somebody's face. I can't remember who. Oh, it was. Uh, it was like a president. William Shatner. Yep. William Shatner. Yep, from uh, Star Trek. Yep, that's yeah. what it was. And then they cut the eyes out and shit. It was pretty yeah. cool. Anyway, yeah. The, so they're just like, dude, we got like fifty grand to shoot this movie. We're gonna need you to play more than one role. Stop being lazy. Put on this jumpsuit. You know what it is, dude. I think. I think some people see this shit and like. Oh, this will get some traction on Twitter. You know what I mean? And like the person who starts it isn't really, they're being facetious. And then some fucking hippie gets on board and is like, yeah, he hates gay people. And they've never even seen the movie. Like, I don't disagree that we are canceling people ironically at this point. Um, And then people jump onto that because God forbid. I'm going to let you be morally superior to me. So I've got to be like, no, he's fucking right, man. This gay bashing son of a bitch. Let's cancel Halloween as a whole. No more candy. I want Reese's out of fucking business. Um, that's something that people Ch- are fucking idiots. Chappelle says in that video that he released on Instagram is that don't come at me if you haven't seen my fucking stand up. Because how can you judge me on something you haven't seen just off the words of other people is basically what he's saying. And he says, listen. I'll meet with the leaders of the LGBTQ community, but it's going to be on my terms. It's going to be, you have had to watch my stand up and it's going to be at a place of my choosing basically. Um, and, and those are all valid. Like how can you, I've never seen this movie. How the fuck could I go out there and say he's homophobic? And I guarantee the person, 99% of the people that commented or shared this tweet is the same thing. They've never even seen the new movie. I think, like the the trend with canceling or being against or being anti it's so easy man you take the best in the world at something and go after them we went we went after the best in the world when it was the beatles and we said you know they're hippies and they're taking hallucinogens that's what everybody was fucking doing you know we went after the rolling stones because their rock and roll was too aggressive but everybody was listening to it we went after the nwa because they were saying fuck the police in a time when the police were doing a bad fucking job we went after eminem and said you know he's glorifying rape and eminem's like actually i wrote that song uh about the scene in animal house like this has already happened you guys didn't get mad about the movie but i'm the best in the world at what i do so it's a fucking problem and Chappelle is probably 
arguably the best comedian in history. So we're like, nope, shut him down. Because a hater's going to hate, man. America is a fucking just jealous, hateful, infested, infected fuckhole. I fucking really hate cancel culture. Well, that's one of the things that Chappelle says is like he stands up for Kevin Hart with the whole Golden Globes thing. And he's like, you know, that's one of his dreams that he had. And they got fucking ripped away from him because of you people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's the matter with Oh, my God. Chappelle said you people? Pretty much. Cancel him. Yeah, that's it. All right, Pat. So let's uh, let's real quick go through our football picks for the week since we're, we started with gambling. We might as well end with some gambling. Um, this Whoever really... that was that wrote us about not wanting to listen to football, this is your cue. At the end of this, I say good day, and the show is over. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, rambling in. Uh, there you go. So... Uh, we got. Let's do our survivor pick for number nine with Tommy. Uh, I'll give you some of my ideas for a pick for us. We got the Rams still against Houston. That's a guaranteed lock. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. Um, we got Philly at Detroit, but I'm not sold on Philly. I think they'll win, but it's not a guarantee. Um. We got I Dallas. don't like betting on teams that are undefeated or teams that haven't won a game. I actually don't hate the Lions to win that game. You're crazy. I didn't say I was going for them. Don't say that. That that, that goes against my parlay pick. Uh, we got nah. Dal. Uh, we got Dallas against Minnesota, or Kansas City against uh, the Giants. I think that smart money, which is what I prefer to go with in a survivor pool, is we have to take the Rams. That's what I'm thinking, but they're also one of the best teams left that we have. Yeah, but, but let's count on people. Let's count on the herd thinning as time goes on. Let's well, not invest in a future that we may not have. All right. That's my take on it. All right. We're going with the Rams. Uh, and then real quick, we'll go over. Uh, I believe our picks were made for the number nine with Tommy podcast. Uh, even though they weren't made two weeks ago, and we had a, and I had to make them last week because they weren't make, made yet. I got a uh, text about that. Yeah, was it? Sorry. Um, he said, "I see that you made my picks for me this week. Apparently, that's because of last week." He also didn't do them on, by Thursday. That's when I did them. <laughs> I did them Thursday <laughs> night. Uh, all right. So this is what we got. We got uh, Green Bay, Arizona. For some reason, we're picking Arizona. I don't like that pick. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't, man. I think Aaron Rodgers, dude, ever since week one and you bashed him, he's been on a fucking goddamn tear, dude. This guy is to be not... fair, I was right on point. For week one, he well, has I, been... I can't predict how the whole season's going to go. They came out looking like straight dog shit. He... Well, that was from the preseason. That was the first week. Like, you said that before the season even started. Since then, I don't know if you know this, uh, Green Bay has not allowed more than 22 points a game. That's awesome. Yeah, Green Bay is hot shit, dude. Aaron Rodgers on a tear. Uh, too bad he'll get to the NFC Championship and lose. Uh, so we got Arizona. We got Carolina at Atlanta. We got Atlanta. Cincinnati at the Jets. We got Cincinnati Rams at Houston. We got the Rams. Miami at Buffalo. We got Buffalo. I think that's a good pick. Philly at Detroit. We got Philly. I think that's a good pick. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. We got Cleveland. I think that's a good pick. Uh, San Francisco at Chicago. We have San Francisco. I don't know if I like that pick. They're not looking good. 
Uh, we got Tennessee at Indy. Uh, we have Tennessee picked. I like that. Jacksonville at Seattle. We have Seattle picked. I like that. New England at the Chargers. We have Chargers. I'm not. I I don't know, man. New England looked fucking hot last week, but they were playing the Jets, so it's so hard to to gauge that. You know what I mean? Uh, Tampa. I love the spread of like there's really good teams and there's really bad teams. There's not a lot in the middle. It's like American fucking economics right now. There is no middle class. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Tampa had New Orleans. We got Tampa. Washington at Denver. We got Washington. I'm not sure I'm crazy about that pick. Dallas at Minnesota. We got Dallas like that. And then Giants at Kansas City. Kansas City. Um, um, I only have one pick that's different. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. But I will say, of the three or four picks that you said you're not crazy about, it is one of those. Is it the Niners? I'm not going to tell you which one it is, Is It's the Niners. It's the Niners. That makes some sense. Did you watch any of that Monday, that Sunday night game, dude? I did not. I will. I will make you this solemn vow. I plan on watching that game tomorrow. Oh, the Green Bay. I. I think. I think it's gonna be a good game. I don't think I'm gonna go to pool tomorrow, which kind of sucks because Griff will be there and he's a Packers fan. Um, but I've been really fucking tired this week, so I don't. I think I'm just gonna come home, turn on the game, probably not watch the whole thing. Um, but hopefully. Hopefully, all all I'm really hoping for is that the Packers win with the spread. Uh, Randall Cobb gets a touchdown. The running back there for Arizona gets a touchdown. And then I don't care if it's the over or the under. I kind of hope it's the under only because I win more money. A lot more money. With um, I hope I hope all of your bets pay off, Tom. I really do. Me too, man. Me too. I'll be fucking pumped. I'll tell you what. If I hit that fucking that eleven game parlay, I am not going to work on Tuesday. <laughs> I will let my boss know Sunday if all those are starting to pan out. I'll be like, listen, there's a good chance I'm not coming to work on Tuesday. <laughs> I gotta go spend some money. Um but yeah, man, that's the show. I appreciate everybody listening, watching. I don't think anybody really watched today, which is okay. Um, but we appreciate you. Oh, Erica. Oh, Erica chimed in a while ago and said that it costs like $300,000 to make, uh, the original Halloween. Nice. Um, but anyway, I appreciate everybody listening and watching. Uh, remember twitch.tv forward slash no nine gaming. Uh, we are now affiliates. Go over there and subscribe to Mason. I dropped him 10 gifted subs last night from the number nine media account. Um, and subscribed so some of you guys got free subs um if you're on twitch and you haven't yet go to twitch.tv forward slash no no9 media and make sure you follow the streaming platform uh coming up here in the next few weeks i will be uh i'm probably gonna start gaming some more uh i think once football's over and stuff and i can notch out some time i think i'm gonna get back on the grind for some gaming on this channel. Brother Annette, Pat, anything you want to say? I say, good day.